Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a side quest episode. It's the second one. I know, we liked the first one. This is recorded January 10th, 2024. The topic is A Night with Blue Crew 86. We all love him. Uh, I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orkin. And I am Elemist, the highest bidder on this evening. What? No, I mean, I don't even understand what that means. Buying a night with blue. No, <laughs> this is just a night with. Why are we buying a night with him? We're not paying him. This is free. Blue, say hello. You're so I weird. don't. I don't. It's free. Elmas promised me yeah. some, some compensation. The fuck? Elmas. I'll get you a happy meal at least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I want a happy meal. <laughs> I would just like a meal. Just Damn the meal it. would be good. If it's happy oh, or sad, just... I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> All right. Well, I have really quick podcast info, and then we can just fuck around and find out for an hour or so, or half an hour, however long this is going to last. So if you'd like to say hello to us, please do so at Twitter, at Guardians underscore Lore. You know where the rest of us are. Uh, Blue Sky, we're Guardians of Lore, and that's also Instagram and Threads. Uh, email Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. You can find us at Discord. There is a link in the description for this episode, but also Discord.gg slash Florehub. If you want to give us money so Rindle can wear clogs because we're upgrading him, apparently, according to people in the Discord today, <laughs> because he's not allowed to wear plastic bags anymore, uh, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Uh, every little bit helps. And thank you again to our subscribers, Valaragna Doom, Linkman22, Firebired, Finlay Potato, Sleeve Jobs, Hackslord, Pointless and unnamed guardian less than three. I have not checked the Ko-Fi since before Christmas, so that is the list I have. We're we're still getting into the Sorry. hang of things since the new year. Honestly, I had my performance review at work today, and my boss essentially said, you know, I really appreciate you not being a bitch this year. So <laughs> good job. <laughs> a plus. Could have gotten a lot worse, to be fair. I know, but I'm still just like reeling from that information <laughs> coming at my face. So <laughs> I didn't quite know what to do. Should we do performance reviews? No. Elmas, you don't want to know what I'm going to say in your performance <laughs> review. <laughs> do you know what a performance review is? People leaving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> but they better not say, do you know what? You really weren't a bitch this last year. So five stars. Like, that's the worst. <laughs> Please don't do that. Not even as a joke. I swear to fuck. Okay. Here we are. Blue, tell us how you are. Tell us who you are for people who don't know you. But I feel like everyone in the Destiny community knows who you are. That's ominous. Um, yeah, I... That isn't a threat. <laughs> I know. I, I don't... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> God, man, I don't know. It's been two years since we did the last focus fire so uh the last one was at the end of 2021 so yeah two years jeez so it's been about three years since i played destiny for anyone doing math there uh the last episode was 228 and it was uh the last episode was who's responsible for this nonsense 
and we were talking about the end of the splicer season. So it's almost been three years. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Right. So it was October 2nd, 2021 was the last episode we recorded as a group. Yeah, because I think the last one on last one I have on the site is the yeah, the final update from April 2022. No, so uh for yeah, I guess for anyone who doesn't know Focus Fire Chat, uh, because it's been a while since we've been recording, uh, we were one of yeah. I think one of the first, if not the first uh, I'll just say one of the first uh, lore-focused podcasts within Destiny specifically, because back when we were more heavily involved with that, it was <clears throat> predominantly a... There was a bit of a schism between the lore of the game and the game itself. Uh, and what I mean by that was the majority of information about the background of events within destiny were actually outside of the game which was actually how i preferred it to be honest uh i really appreciated their splitting it like that because it made it really um uh in my opinion it made it easier to to research uh you didn't have to you didn't have to you know trigger that one rng scene to get the dialogue line just the way that would make sense uh it was all there in what was referred to as the grimoire back then um so that was around the time that ishtar collective uh the website was getting launched uh baxter is, a, is still a really good friend of ours um and so we were kind of at the forefront of that pers- um, that whole wave of podcast um but no so i, I was the main main host and and eventually the the i guess owner i don't know uh, sounds weird um of the podcast focus fire chat uh and then kind of all the splinter groups that we kind of had with the lore hub was originally something that came out of focus fire and then was handed off to uh whoever owns it now it's been it's so long um uh, I think me and Elmas do. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, what's the what's the one that Green did? The the audio. Oh, Destiny Lore audio file. Audio file. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. another one that kind of got splintered off as well. So, but yeah. So so we did that for. Oh man, how long has Destiny been out? Almost a decade. Minus two years. Nine years. So yeah, so seven yeah. years we did the podcast. Uh, 200, 228, 229 episodes for Focus Fire, uh, about 200-ish episodes on Extra Lore and other things. I think we have a total on the website right now, 461 episodes, so 460 not including the final update episode that we put out. Uh, actually, we're getting close to 960,000 downloads. Uh, apparently I was, I logged into wow. our website. I was like, oh, that's an interesting benchmark. Uh, Damn. So, spoiler alert. I have not looked at the website in years. Uh, Two years. so, yeah. but yeah. And so, yeah, it, so basically what happened was we did that for seven years. And as I might've, uh, from the comment earlier, you might've picked up on, uh, I did not play Destiny for the last year that we were doing the podcast, uh, mostly because the way my brain works is if I don't enjoy playing a video game, I'm not going to play it. I don't care. Like it just that's just the way I focus on video games as a escape 
uh, from stress. And so if it's not that, then I won't play it. Uh, and that's kind of I kind of made a con- I, I kind of explained that within the final update or the final update episode for FFC. Uh, but you know, ultimately it came down to I think it was probably in October of 2021, maybe maybe September. I can't remember exactly when. It's been a year, been a couple of years. Um, but we kind of put out a poll at that time where it was like, you know, hey, we're just. I mean, I'm done with Destiny at that point. I was fully just kind of. I'm. I've moved on. Um, and we kind of asked everyone at that time is like, hey do you guys want us to keep doing FFC if the primary focus is not Destiny? And the large majority of people kind of responded with, nope. And I was like, all right, cool. So that was when the pull, the plug got pulled. Uh, because I was like, I'm not going to be... I, I was spending probably close to 40 to 50 hours a week uh, doing FFC stuff behind the scenes. Uh, and if... It was, you know, again, since I wasn't playing Destiny, it was it was just adding time because then I was having to do extra research on figuring out what was being discussed. Um, so yeah, so but and then we also had I uh, just was getting ready to have our second child at that time. Uh, so the the <laughs> the re, the the measurement of what was worthwhile uh, definitely was very heavily impacted by that as well um i was like oh i'm gonna have to spend this time that i'm doing for a podcast you know taking care of a kid um and you know definitely need the sleep and stuff that i'm sacrificing for ffc for that and that's kind of the the gist of why ffc kind of stopped but other than that i mean uh yes everything's going great uh my office is no longer underwater, which is which is nice. Uh, that that is that is nice uh, for those who were not FFC listeners. I think it was the last year uh, we had a pipe burst in my house and it flooded our downstairs, which was where my office and recording space was. Uh, getting that rebuilt was a adventure. I think would be the polite word for that. General contractors. I was going to use nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, general contractors are, uh, if you get a good yeah. one, it's awesome. If you get a bad one, it's, uh, it's like, it's uh, basically, I ended up basically doing the general contractor's job uh, in organizing all the different pieces. So it was, it was a bit of a bit of an uphill battle between that full-time work, getting ready for a second kid and doing a podcast. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no, we got it done. Um, everything's good uh, here. <laughs> we're covered in snow at the moment, but uh, no, we're doing, we're doing good. That's a form of water. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is a form of water. It is not inside the house though. So I am okay. apathetic <laughs> about its existence at the moment. My two-year-old, freaking loves it she was outside playing and uh we we had to coerce her back inside it was like okay you're a popsicle now we're going inside <laughs> that's so funny you're done with water water's not done with you yeah oh god oh gosh. story of human <laughs> existence you just think you're free of nature right. nope how does minion like being an older brother 
I would say close to 97% of the time, 99% of the time, he absolutely loves it. Uh, she's two, so the the sass and the attitude are definitely starting to come through. Um, oh my gosh. So, so there, <laughs> he was, it was, it was earlier tonight he was sitting there and he's like oh my gosh and i'm like i keep telling you dude don't go in the room like if you're not doing anything in the room just don't walk in because she was in a she was in a funk about we, we have no idea why she was in a bad mood she was she's a two-year-old she's allowed to do that and anyone who's ever experienced a two-year-old's wrath will know that that means that the entire floor of the house is a danger zone and uh minion is 10 he's about to turn 11 so he has the perception and spatial sense of a non-existent person. Um, so he kept like walking into the room and <laughs> I was making dinner. <laughs> and I just keep hearing this, no, brother, no. And it's like, I'm like, like, dude, just don't go in the like, just don't walk in the room. Like that's that. And he's like, but I, I you know, I want to check on, make sure she's okay. I mean, he, Per, like great older brother but he definitely was getting getting frustrated he's like I just, i'm not doing anything i'm like yep that's a two-year-old like <laughs> it's, she thinks that you looked at her and that's a that's a personal affront that needs to be punished by world war three like that's, that's just the way it is um but yeah no largely largely Man, that's a girl <laughs> i i don't want to make gendered comments like that but i'm not going to disagree <laughs> I don't think I think that's more of a universal two-year-old. I would I would hazard to to it voice, is, but um, yeah, I yeah. don't think that they're necessarily mutually. Ex- I don't know. I don't know how I'm getting out of that without getting in trouble. Man, she's two, going on twenty-two. She's gonna take your car and go on a joyride any day uh, now. I would if she could figure out how to get to the pedals. She would have done that a long time ago. She is. She is a. Yeah. Uh, she is a very large personality and it's, I mean, it's awesome, but it definitely like, we've definitely hit the, the terrible twos in full swing. And oh man, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah, he, he's uh, minions getting, it's getting used funny. to that. Uh, he's also getting used to the fact that everything that was hit or, or family always jokes that we have two only kids because they're so such an age difference, but he's getting used to the fact that now she communicates and also, now everything in the house is hers. Even his stuff is hers. And I'm yeah. like... Oh, yeah, of course. Get used to it. Like, that That part, that is the male existence. Like, mm, sorry, it's not going to get better. Um, you, have, no. you, have a favorite, you have a favorite hoodie? No, you don't. Yeah, it's just, no. Nah, nah. Your tablet? No, nope, you don't have a tablet. She has a tablet. And she's going to watch Bluey on it. So... Get out of her way. I mean, that's a great show, though. It's so. an amazing show. I don't freaking. I'm. We stand Bluey in this house. Oh man, Bluey, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't even have kids. Oh yeah, no. It's it's one of the <laughs> it's Bluey. it's one of those shows that I uh, we started watching. I finally got her to start watching it, and I was like, yes, success. No more Coco Melon. <laughs> yep. And we still watch Coco Melon. Oh man, Bluey's so good. But yeah. Um. So, since you don't play Destiny, but I know that you have uh, friends that play Destiny, and I know that you hear about the lore, 
mm-hmm. despite not playing it. I get asked, I still get asked questions all the time. And my response, my response is very firmly, I don't fucking know. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, that sounds a lot like cool beans. Uh huh. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, but, but they're like, mm. like, I don't know. Shit happens. Whatever. Not my monkey, not my circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm like it's been two years. It's been three years since I played that. So, but I know that you vaguely know what's going on. You know the gist. <laughs> but now that you're on the outside, like looking in, like what do you think of what they've been doing with it, um, and retcons that they've made with it? To be perfectly honest, I am really good at ignoring a lot of stuff that I don't care about. So. To correct you, I have no idea what's going on in the game uh, because, as you might have picked up, I don't care. That's true. I don't. (laughs) So, like, I don't. I mean, like, do I have opinions about retcons? Yeah, I have opinions about retcons. For the most part, they're, you know, we were kind of talking about that before started recording. Uh, Retcons is one of those words that has gotten a negative connotation. Uh, in recent years, and I, I think un, unfairly so, uh, retcons is a, yeah. is a necessary process within any literature uh, or literary story, storytelling in general, mm-hmm. you will have retcons. Uh, every single story has a retcon on it. Um, some people call them cliffhangers. It's a form of a retcon. Um, however, you know, I think from the kind of side comments that I have gotten from the the friends that I have and the, the individuals who have reached out, um, it seems like they've gone a bit heavy on the retcons, uh, which, I mean, again, kind of like what we were talking about, the game, the game, again, reiteration here on it's a video game, uh, being around for nine years, that's kind of not a surprise. Uh, they've had one pretty much one major plot line that they've been teasing along for nine years it's it's not a surprise that retcons would exist um it in my uneducated opinion on the matter it feels like they've kind of gone a little bit off off skilter with the retcons but i don't like i said i'm not really super familiar with what's going on in the story right now so there's the existence of copious amounts of retcons are not necessarily in and of themselves a negative. The presentation of said retcons is really the flavor that would color my opinion, whether that's negative or positive towards it. Um, I will say that the information that I have gotten uh, makes me lean towards a negative opinion, but I also am going to fully acknowledged bias in that opinion in the sense that I've only gotten kind of tidbits from people who are a little frustrated about the confusion that said retcons have created. Um, So I don't know the full scope of the changes that have been made to the storyline. And honestly, I don't care enough to look into it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do, do with that what you will. Um, I think that my opinion of retcons has not changed since I, we did an episode on retcons. That's true. I forgot we did an episode on retcons. 
Yeah, and it, it's it's again, it it's it's a it's a hundred percent legit literature or literary device that, when used well, does when you use it well. Uh, it, to be honest, I don't think people would even realize that you've committed a retcon. Um, there's there's different there's different nuances of retcons or different uh, styles of retcons, and I, I think we went through them. I think there's like four or five, if I remember off the top of my head. Um, and and some of the some of the more well designed retcons, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about Star Wars earlier. Um, within you know each sub subset of trilogies, there are retcons that address the other trilogies, and you see that as you go into those new trilogies, right? You you see the 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 tweaking of the story, whether that's because it was told by a perspective that isn't present or if it's being retold by a different perspective who doesn't have the full story that is in and of itself a retcon um because as outsiders beyond the fourth wall we air quotes arbitrarily understand the the true very heavy air quotes there the true um plot line and so anything that is perception based which destiny is very heavily um presented from within the game world. Uh, so anything that is perception-based is rife with the, the not only the potential for, but the it really requires retcons to keep the whole plot going. Um, now, that being said, there are some constants within the Destiny that I believe might have been addressed and, and kind of changed. But again, I've not been involved in the lore uh, research for for multiple years. I I can't tell you that fully, um, but my opinion of retcons has not changed. I will say that because I think they're necessary, <laughs> and I think that they are when they're done well are really really cool literary devices because that's how series are made. Any 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 story that you have read that has more than one instance of that story, it has a retcon. That's what allows the continuation of stories to different to sequels to or prequels you know whatever however you want to however you want to cut that particular well and and even in a single story like what could be classified as the twist at the end is a retcon yes usually yeah and usually within that that's because the twist is is heavily leaning on the fact that as a plot or as a story it's by its nature biased from its uh, presentation uh and so the twist is usually a turning of that perspective right it's like oh you know i i can't remember i i'm gonna butcher the guy's name but m night man is famous for these right shimmy llama yeah that one that's definitely his name yeah you nailed no, it first time listen i Anyone who doesn't know me has also learned that I just make shit up when I can't pronounce stuff, which is a lot of things. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's you know what I'm the same way. Yeah, and I don't. I'm just I lean into it. I'm whatever. So so, but like that's that's the whole joke about you know his his plot twist or whatever is a lot of them tend to be. Oh well, the story has been from point A and actually point B sees you know blah 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 blah, and it's like yeah we we knew there was this coming at this point. Thank you. You know, but that that is a a retcon, but it's a it's a you know kind of I I don't know the technical term for it because like I said I haven't been playing this game, 
but it, it's a it's a retcon of based on the perception of the the bias of the storyteller. That's exactly what's happening. Is your perspective, your perception of an event is going to inherently be different than the person who's even just standing next to you, and so it's really easy to air quote retcon something there when it's not actually a retcon. It, it's a it's a it's a step towards a a more fuller understanding of the event, whether that will be whatever it is. But within a fictional mind, within a fictional presentation, that is, it's always it's always fun because within a fictional standpoint, your uh, your consumption of that story is from the outside looking in, right? You have an absolute understanding of the truth, whereas the person who is telling the story, who you are observing the story through. <clears throat> does not have a sense of that. That's why there are characters in other mediums where we have the, you know, um, the superpower of breaking the fourth wall. That's why that is a literary device that is being used in different stories is because by breaking the fourth wall, they can transcend that bias, even though they don't, but they are believed to be able to transcend that bias and participate in that greater picture. Um, that all to go back to saying, yeah, retcons exist. I mean, that's that's just the nature of storytelling. As far as like these specific retcons that happen have happened recently, I know that there was something that happened with the Dreaming City and the Ahamkara about that. But I mean, for me, the last update that we got from the Ahamkara was really the introduction of the Dreaming City, and that was four years ago five years ago i can't remember but like the the information that Something was like that. i mean the information that was available obviously because it was a new introduction was not robust it wasn't uh flushed out from our perspective because it was something that we had just gotten introduced to we were you know our player characters were were just discovering it it was a new mystery for us to un to uncover uh, the characters that were responsible, or I guess supposedly were responsible, were not interested in necessarily sharing everything with us. Uh, and so there was, you know, there was a bit of digging into things on our side to get the, the information. And and that's the challenge, really, that I think runs through Destiny. Well, in in any video game that's <clears throat> well designed from a from a lore perspective, the information it's it's difficult to say what is an absolute axiom of the lore and what is an interpretation of information that has been given. Um, Destiny, from the very inception, really leaned into that. Uh, one of the very, very clear examples of this was the whole Dredgen Yor plot. Uh, you know, everyone was so sure that, you know, he was a blah, 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 you know, he was a hunter who did this and this and this and nope, pop, you know, what was it six years later, we find out now nah, he's a Titan and actually he doesn't even have a class because he, you know, he does what he wants, um, type of situation. And, you know, I remember when we were talking to John, who, who was really the spearhead behind that story arc, you know, he he wrote that that way on purpose. And one of the things that I remember him saying really 
that really was something that resonated with me and I really enjoyed it was the way that they wrote the story was was done specifically to mislead people. Like they wrote that story in a way that was meant to confuse people. The pieces were were strewn across the the various expansions and the various delivery points of the game with the intention of sending people down the wrong path of of coming up with these conclusions that were erroneous but because of the way that they had gotten to them they were certain was the the truth of the story and and that was i I mean i remember when the final piece dropped for that story and watching the the internet at the time we were you know reddit and twitter and all that watching just the the explosion of people who either right or wrong i mean we had people we had people on our podcast that had called it and we had you know people at our our groups that had leaned the other way you know and it was and it was just it was fascinating to me from a from a psychological standpoint to watch that whole thing come together because it was literally a delivery process that that spanned years um and i remember talking to john about it and it was like you know and and there was a degree of like i'm trying to remember exactly because it was probably god it was probably five years ago when we talked to him about this specific thing but like we talked to him about it and i remember him kind of saying you know when they first started it he had an idea of where it was gonna go but and this is kind of getting into like the reality of how game stories get written is like he had an idea of where it was going to go. Like he, he, he kind of knew how they was going to end, but at the time he was basically writing throwaway cards. It was, it was, it was intentionally written as a loose thread to then have later if they needed it to come pick it up. And this is one of the genius things that Bungie was really good at or is really good at, I guess. Um, was that they they throw out all these loose threads and they don't necessarily expand on them. And then as seasons or expansions, whatever the word is that they're using for it now, come out, they will pick up on them. I mean, that was the entirety of um, the EXO story arc. The That entire thing with... Uh, oh, I just blanked on the, the EXO's name. Clovis... Banshee. No, not Clovis. No, it was um the it was one of the first Elsie. No, 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 no. It it was oh god bless it. It was the first it was the trans EXO. It was one of the first trans characters that they Oh, oh. uh Micah? Yeah, Micah. Mm-hmm. Micah. Micah. Micah, yeah. Um I remember that Micah was one of those was a a thread that they kind of just you know they they had kind of put it out there and i remember uh who was it it was oh god it wasn't john who wrote that one it was uh mm, i feel so bad that i forgot his name uh let me see real quick oh bless it i know is i know his Discord name. I don't know his actual name. Uh, but anyways, I was talking to him because I was talking to him about uh, there was a, a mis- there w- there was a mistake that I had found 
in one of their releases that had misappropriated the use of a pronoun for a ghost. <clears throat> and I was trying to, I was, I was like, what is going on? He's like, ow, oh, you found it. <laughs> I remember that conversation. That was hilarious. He was like, yeah, that was a mistake. I was like, okay. But then I, I had followed it up with the, with the question about Micah. And I was like, am I, am I off on, you know, cause given what I had just talked to him about, I was, you know, kind of saying, am I, am I misunderstanding this? And I remember him saying, no, we wrote that specifically that way. We wrote it specifically so that the character was, and I can't remember if he, if, if, if it was a male that transitioned to a female or if it was a female that transitioned yeah. to a male, but, but like they wrote it specifically so that the, as a child, Micah was one and then through the transition into the EXO, they became the other. And it was this really, I, I, I thought it was a really cool um, concept of, of this, like, using the science fiction world uh, and using the science fiction mechanics of EXOs and kind of tackling that, that entire question kind of head on. Um, but that was one of those loose threads that they had kind of thrown into, uh, I'm trying to remember which, which season the little penguin dudes came out in beyond light was it, was it beyond light was that when they introduced yep yeah okay. that was just beyond light okay in so, general. okay so the penguin yeah because whenever they introduced the penguins that's when we kind of got more detail about micah and micah had been mentioned oh jesus i'm kind of trying to remember i used to have this giant spreadsheet of all the guardians that we had knowledge of micah had been introduced like well before but it was if Micah was at the time that we knew of Micah, Micah was an exo, and so we never really mm -hmm. got a connection to Micah as a as a uh, human, and that was the kind of the the whatever expansion you just said because it just blanked again. Beyond Light, um, that was the whole connection. There was oh hey cool we get the you know we get the story of Micah as a as a kid who is newly you know, I remember it was like they knew they had come to Europa. Because they're, I think their dad, one of their dad, or two, they had two dads, right? Was Micah the one that had two dads? Yeah, two dads. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one of, yeah. or both of their their fathers were, you know, on Europa at the time doing stuff for Clovis Bray, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. we, and, and, and it's like this whole thing. And then like Micah was also connected to uh, Cade in the, in the, in the like throwaway scene where he saw Cade getting an altercation with some of the guards mm -hmm. and things. And like, there was this really cool, like development of Micah. And I remember talking to Guy, that's who it was. Uh, but like, I remember talking to him and I was like, Hey, is this like, am I reading this correctly? And they, and he was like, yep, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And I was like, all right, that's awesome. Like, I mean, I, whatever. I thought that was really cool. Um, another, like a lot of the exos uh, we have gotten, exos especially we kind of had gotten a lot of loose threads and and one of the reasons i remember talking to gee about this was one of the reasons was they were building up to with beyond light they were building up that exo kind of repertoire to then expand on um the other one was uh oh gosh the den mother exo uh, that was micah as well was that micah was micah the den mother okay yep okay Cool. That's why I focused on Micah. Yeah, because, Micah was the den mother. Uh, I love the yeah. den mother. Um, because that was the den mother versus, was it Cyril? Cyril. Is that the creepy yeah. dude? Creepy dude? 
that mm-hmm. killed Ghost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, and there was like the whole, con- and, and that was the thread that we had hanging still at the end of Beyond Light was what's going on between the two of them. I mean, like, obviously they hate each other because one of them kills Ghost, the other one kind of adopts them. So obviously there's a dis, you know, there's a butting of heads there. But the, at the end of Beyond Light, and, you know, when I was playing, we never got that resolution. Um, I don't know if they've expanded on that. But, you know, there was, like, that... No, they've kind of forgot, honestly. No, that makes me sad. Cyril was an interesting... Was an interesting um, antagonist to the protagonist of Micah. Um, but, like, you know, and then there was the whole thing with... Um, there was another EXO that I just blanked on. The, uh... The wolves. Fellwinter? Mm. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, there that was that was also another loose thread that got that got really cool. Uh that that was really fun to read. No, it was the um sorry with an S. She's the one that has the cloak with the wolf head. And she was a hunter and she saved a city or saved a village. Ship 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 she uh Sheer oh I mean Shinobu? Mm. Shinobu, yes. So her whole story was also uh, dropped through various expansions as well. And we never really got a full, mm-hmm. a full ex- expose, you know, if you will, of her entire thing. But we, we kind of picked up and, you know, she was connected to Micah versus, uh, or she was connected to Micah. She was also connected to, uh, was it Andal, I think? Uh, you know, in that, that whole, you know, group of things. And it, it was just like there was there was a lot of loose threads and that was really the the kind of the MO at the time. And so that's where that just I I don't know, freaking that just I love that. Still love that. Long long way of answering your question. <laughs> <laughs> I will go. I I'll talk. I'll talk man literary no, literary devices. I'll talk I forever about missed you. Man. <laughs> I could just like throw one thing at you and let you talk for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I'm more than happy, more than happy to a lot of times. I mean, that and that was, that was, you know, kind of going back to the question of like focus fire, you know, that was kind of the whole thing was with yeah. the mind maps that we tried to do, um, you know, mm-hmm. trying to explain. Yeah. Thanks Orchid through this, these notes for me um you know we we talked a lot about like you know there's a lot of buried nuggets that allude to different things and then and there was this whole thing of like you know the exo penguins yeah creepy little exo penguins but their names were all were was you know like what the what's going on you know we had mihalova we had calumet hari kiao clovis willa alton elsie anna and, you know, the only one at the time that we didn't really have any information on, you know, built into the, the story at the time was Calumet. And I remember talking about, you know, does that mean that he, you know, was was there a, you know, connection there with Mars and, you know, how that all happened? Because I think his his lore card at the time mentioned something. But, you know, a lot of the times we were also, I think that episode, which was uh, 227. 
uh, we were talking about, you know, what was interesting um, for me, at least, was the the whole concept of not just the the gender dysphoria that Micah exhibits, but also like the whole concept of the psychologist being brought into the the fold of Clovis to deal with the kind of concept of the loss of humanness that being made into an exo caused. Um, you know, and there was this whole, this really fascinating uh, exploration with Micah's fathers, because I believe, was it Hector? Was Hector the psychologist or was the other one? Hector was the other dad. Was Hector the psycho? So Hector was the other one. So we never knew because Papa was the quantum engineer. I thought dad. dad pa- yeah. Papa was the engineer. Dad was Hector Abram. Yes, and and became the uh, and became an exo. Yes, he became an exo. Yeah, and, and I don't that think, was from Legacy's Lament. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think we ever figured out, or we never knew, or at the time we did not know Papa's name at the time. Um, no, I don't think we still know what Papa's name is. Okay, like to this day. Yeah. Okay. So he had first noted figure within game lore to become a male human who transitioned to a female exo. Yeah. Um. And so, I mean, like, and, and the challenge with Micah, too, one of the outlying questions that I remember I had, it was, like, did the transition for Micah happen when they became an Exo? Or did that happen when they became a Guardian? You know, kind of thing. Because Guardians are reforged, reborn, you know, also, as well. So there, there's, it's kind of an interesting, Micah, Micah introduced a lot of interesting psychological questions in my, in my mind. Oh yeah. Papa was, yeah. Okay. Papa was the pragmatist or no, Papa was the ideal, ideal I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember that it was such an interesting dynamic because the psychologist, so dad or yeah, Hector was the psychologist. Papa was the engineer and Hector was the idealist, and Papa was the pragmatist. Or no, flip that. Gosh, man, this was so God, I hate my notes, but I also love them too. Yeah, because it was like it was interesting because they had the con like the conflict between a pragma- pragmatic, you know, scientist versus the the or no, it was the other way around pragmatic psychologist and the idealistic scientist and they were arguing in the lore that Micah kept hearing but but anyways like the that, that yeah that that entire story which was like you know a seed of the whole lore that has absolutely nothing to do with probably what you what you are playing through as a as a character was where i would get you know tangented beyond belief was because like, you know, that concept of, of what it means to be a human and in the, the begging of the question of, you know, when you become an exo, how does that resonate? A, you are, you know, you're no longer a human, but you're a human that's been uploaded into a non-human figure. And, you know, that then they, they fully embrace the, the need to have that psychological evaluation brought in, especially with the beyond light expansion. We had kind of had it, you know, uh, mentioned uh with i believe it was i believe the acronym was der um yeah. way back yeah. with warmind mm-hmm. um and so we had had this concept of like you know as exos uh 
as the number grows bigger, the DER gets worse, I believe was the thing from Warmind. Yes. And I, and I remember everyone's theories that were going nuts at that time, because at that time we didn't know what the numbers meant. Um, you know, and, and we, we had an idea of what the numbers meant because it kind of was like, well, we think it means this is the number of times that it's been reset, but we don't know. Cause it could also mean that this is the number of exos for the same character, you know, kind of thing. But it was, it was always interesting to watch how each expansion from, from my perspective, at least how each expansion brought about a refinement of that, uh, that focusing glass, if you will, on what was going on within the universe, uh, within Destiny. Um, it still is. I mean, like, to be fair, if they had continued to do lore delivery the way that they had when I was still interested in it, um, I probably would not... I, we'd probably be still doing the podcast, because I would still be interested in, in doing the lore. Um, I think it was around three years ago when they switched to basically everything is a cutscene, um, which made it impossible for me to experience yeah. anything because spoiler alert, That's I don't play of... with people. I play yeah. solo. Um, and yeah. I had always struggled, you know, kind of taking a step to the, to the mechanics, I guess, if you will. Um, that was something that I had constantly struggled with, with destiny was it was, it always, required you to be a social gamer uh which to be honest is the exact opposite of the way i play video games um and so i had always kind of struggled with that component of it and that was where i kind of found you know hey well my research my my brain and the way that it researches things outside of gaming lended my lended it to allowing me to provide the people who were playing the game a service, if you will, uh, because I, I, that made sense to me. I, I got that. And so when they kind of started bringing the lore into the game, not that I had a problem with that necessarily, but then they started, I don't want to say paywall, but it, it was kind of like gatekeeping it behind content in the sense of like, oh, you have to play this, they, what are they called? Dungeons, I think is what they're called now. Is that what they're the the mini super hard levels? Mini raids, yeah, yeah. They're they're dungeons. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're dungeons now. So like they started they started kind of gatekeeping stuff inside the dungeons, <clears throat> and then it was like, but there was no way to get access to that unless you waited for someone to beat it and then upload it, and then they had to upload then they had to beat it in a certain way, which I mean, no no shade thrown to the people who who are content creators, but I will be honest, they don't focus on the lore side of things. They focus on, you know, the mechanics of how to beat something, which is entirely, like, that's entirely their wheelhouse. That's why I honestly was watching them to begin with. But then what happens is, like, either you're too busy trying to beat the game and you don't have enough attention span unless you're recording it to go back over it to pick up on the story. I mean, it was, I have a very strong opinion about that change, um, which is why I stopped playing, to be completely honest. I was like, yep, I'm done. And I I, I found that, that last year of FFC was extremely difficult because 
I was not only not playing, but I because I wasn't playing, I was also not allowed to understand what was going on. And so I couldn't have, you know, decent conversations because it's like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Well, that's explained in this, you know, this cutscene that you have to do this five things to unlock, but only if your male exo character is a veteran character to unlock the dialogue clip. I was like, yeah, I'm getting to the point where if I'm having to scrape raw files from a, you know, an audio server just to get the understanding of something, that's too much work for a video game. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I'm like, I'm done. Like it, it, it quickly, very quickly became a, again, going back to what I was saying originally, I play video games to get away from stress uh, and to get away from my job. <laughs> and when I start doing things that I do at work to do my video game, uh, that's where it starts kind of transcending into why am I doing this again? Cause this isn't fun for me. Uh, which was a, I remember, <clears throat> I remember we had that conversation on, on the podcast too, about, you know, well, why aren't you playing it? Because it's not enjoyable. Right? And there's nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed about in, in acknowledging that. Honestly, I wish more people in the community would be that mature about it because I think people would be a lot happier if they just admitted when they're not having fun. Yeah. And lately, especially with the season, this current season being seven months or something. Yes. Wait, you're saying that the Destiny community has drama? Oh, my God. (laughs) Haven't you heard? No, I haven't. (laughs) Shut up. Because I don't pay attention. Here's here's the here's the thing is as soon as I stopped doing as soon as I stopped doing the podcast, I basically like right. here's here's a spoiler for anyone who hasn't picked up on this bit about me. I fucking hate social media, um, like with everything in my in my existence, I despise it. I don't like it at all. And so as soon as I was done doing the podcast, I was like, cool, peace. I'm done. Like I done my I I have like accounts on whatever the plethora of things are now. You know, there's like Mastodon and is it Blue Blue Sky Blue Sky and X, formerly known as Twitter, which that's just a shit field. But like <clears throat> you know, I have yeah, it's it's yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But like I mean, yeah, no, I I I stopped. I don't have. I'm I'm not on it anymore. I think the only social media that I kind of get on <clears throat> on semi regular basis is Instagram, and that's because my brother and I are constantly sending crap back and forth to each other. That have I mean, it's got, oh my god, me too. Yeah, I send I send I send fun things to Orchid as well. Um, yeah, but like I don't I I don't I can't tell you the last time I was even I even logged in to Twitter or X or whatever. And, you know, all the things. So, I mean, it's been very... You know, like, I was, I'm the one who has... I have the Focus Fire chat account still. Like, I'm the one who has it. Yeah, if you talk to Focus Fire in the last three years, that's that's been If orchid. you talk to them, like, that's it's orchid. me. That's it's not It's not Blue. It's no. going to be me. No. <laughs> so... I firmly... I firmly Same with, like, our account for Guardians of Lore. It's also me. <laughs> I'm just the one that's always... I'm perpetually on social media. I'm so sorry. It's a disease. <laughs> But I mean, and I guess, and you know, kind of the funny thing too, is like, that's also where a lot of my 
lack of stress about it has come from is like, I'm not, I don't care. Like, I'm just, I'm enjoying doing what I want to do. Uh, you know, not playing Destiny. Uh, I've been, I think I'm at 300 hours on Starfield now. Uh, um, so it's not like I'm not playing video games, playing the snot out of Starfield, uh, you know, because it's what I want to do. You know, and it's kind of the thing. It's I've always kind of done that, anyways. Um, I think there was what was the it wasn't Warmind. It was, was it right? I what was the Iron Lords one? Is it Rise of Iron? Rise of Iron. Yeah, I didn't play that. I think I said that on the podcast, and I think someone got mad at me because or someone was shocked. They're like, "What? Well, how do you know all this?" Because I'm like, "Cause it's on Ishtar." Like I don't. That was the beauty of a lot of it was you didn't have to play it to. And, that's the whole concept yeah. of expanded universe. That's why I love it. But yeah, so I mean, it, Rise of Iron is really good, though. Mm, if you actually do mm, ever like pick it up eventually, hard pass. Like that one's probably the best one. Fucking hated it. Hard pass <sighs> again, but Orchid. But again, re- realize that I don't play. I don't play the game the way that Bungie wanted us to play it. And and I know. Rise of Iron Bungie, was like, one of the ones your way, but it's not your way. It's Bungie's way. Yeah. Well, and that and that's the and I I, I remember talking to oh is it John? I, it was someone at Bungie. I can't remember, but I remember mentioning that to him. And, I'm, and it's like you know, look, I don't play with B. I mean, I haven't. I think I raided through Destiny, and then Destiny. I don't think I ever raided in Destiny two. Or might have raided in Destiny 2 when... I think Orchid, you took us through one of them. But it was definitely, like, against my will. That's entirely possible. It was the psychedelic one. That you stand in the pools of water or whatever. And you play hopscotch in the water. All I remember is Jess and I kept fucking it up. It's the one with the room that, like, you always got mad at because the room spun or whatever. Prophecy? Oh, uh, yeah, I took you and Justin through Prophecy, that's that was, right. Spoiler, that was a shit show. <laughs> I don't know how we finished that raid. <laughs> it, was, it was very fun. It was not because of Justin and I. I will tell you, we did not contribute yeah, a was, damn thing to that raid. Justin and I were enamored with the pools of water. Dungeon, yeah. Or dungeon, okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I don't... Just, yeah, I, 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 it was a hard carry, guys. <laughs> but to be fair, like, <laughs> Prophecy is a buggy dungeon it's so buggy it's yeah i think they locked me in one of the rooms i wouldn't know i I mean i i remember i because i mean again i i was i Uh, i tend to play solo that's i mean that's how i play yeah but if justin and i get together and are in the same fire team though nothing gets like nothing good happens that is a hundred percent accurate justin and i he and I are the same person. That's why Justin and I will play Halo on PvP, but not on the campaign. Oh my god. <laughs> the shenanigans that happen. Yeah. The shenanigans. <laughs> and we usually only play Infection. Like, we play a PvP match. I... We play a PvP style that does not have a clear, like, it has a very basic objective. Like, hey, you need to survive. We're not going to tell you how. Because Justin's going to go find a bush to hide in, but we're, you, you just need to survive, you know? That's, yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Playing with them, playing Halo with them is very fun. I miss Justin. I should say hi to him. Yeah, we... Hmm. 
We played... I'm trying to think if we've played... We haven't played Infection with him <clears throat> in a while. I know we haven't played on Infinite, because I think they did not come out with Infection until... Two, uh, season ago? Season 4, I think, was Infection. Um, might be missing, because I don't play it, really. Uh, and to stick to SWAT. This season, I don't know. I've just been doing like the winter mm-hmm. contingency winter right contingency. now because I want the candy cane outfit. Yeah. I want to look like I'm a wrapped present at the moment, and that's all I want. So, yeah, well, that's because you are a wrapped present. But anyways, the Krampus, oh, <laughs> the Krampus, you. the Krampus candy canes. I was telling mm-hmm. telling uh, my wife about that. She's like, "They're what?" I'm like, "They're candy canes, but they're sniper bullets." They're candy canes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. They got little points at the end of them. They do. They're great. They've also, uh, I don't know if you've played recently on it, but they've introduced uh, a lot of the Halo 2 maps uh, reimagined. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're playing on, yeah, I got great. Lockout and Longest, and then there was another one that I just blanked on that I was playing on. I was like, oh, I remember this map. It's a lot more, o- Lockout is a mind trip in Infinite, because there's a uh, they have it built into a cliff face. So there's actually, you can actually go into the cliff and get around things. So it's not just the floating base anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's it's fun on SWAT okay. because there's there's no uh, defensible corners, really. Oh, nice. It, it makes it where, it makes it where you can't get like someone who decides to perch up in a corner and can't, you can't get to them. It's like, yeah, no, that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. You you have access points. Yeah, you have access points to every point on the map. It's really fun. Yeah, no. Winter contingency has been like eights um, on each team, and it's just been like a shit show, and I've not been having fun. I just want all this stuff. Go yeah. to Super Fiesta or Tactical. Those are That's the two that my brother and I play, and I think... We, I think this week is the first week that we were not able to finish the weekly challenge within the same day. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been because, and this week, the only reason what, or no, no, it was last week because I had a weird internet glitch where I couldn't play more than two games at a time and it would start kicking me out from lobbies. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it took me. No, it did that to me too. It wasn't just you. It took me okay. All right, that makes me feel a little bit better. It took me. It took me four days to get the weekly. I was like, "This is an actual weekly challenge, and I'm not happy about it." <laughs> I have a schedule, and you've messed it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, this has been fun. Just chatting. Mm. Oh yeah, this has been a good time. Ah, uh, so we are at the end, Elmist. Do you have any shout outs for us? Uh you know what? Uh thanks to Blue for, for doing this. Like it's good catching up. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And thanks to Orchid for organizing it. I just slid into his DMs and was like, hey. I was about to say, Orchid's or it's Orchid's uh it's all Orchid's fault. She's she yeah. coerced coerced slash seduced this. me into this. She's really good at it. Be it careful. It was definitely seduction. Yep. Be it careful. It was like a 70% seduction. Oh, God. 30% coercion. Uh, forcing. <laughs> yeah. The perfect combination. Well, coercion sounds nicer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Blue, what about you? 
Do you have any shout outs? No, I mean, just again. Uh, Anything you want to say? Uh, No, I mean, not really. It, it's been, it was, I mean, thanks to both of you for to any reaching threats out. threats you want to make? No, no. I don't know. I don't. I, <laughs> okay. Threats are a waste of breath. You just make promises. Um, That's true. No, I mean, like, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I guess going back to a comment that you made too, I guess we'd reiterate, you know, if you're still, if people are still listening at this point. Um, you know, just keep in mind, video games are, are not end all be all. It's, it's a, it's a pastime. I mean, even, even the people who make them for a living take a break and, you know, they don't might not play video games, but they, they take a break. Um, there's a lot of things that are worth getting upset about and video games just isn't on that list. Uh, so if you're getting upset at a video game, take a break, go find something else to do, you know, go watch, go watch a TV show or go read a book, read you know, comic, you know, do something else. Um, because like, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where like, there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world, whether whatever side of the, the scenario that you're sitting on, uh, that you can put that energy to use. Um, don't waste it on a video game. Like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. But you know, that, that was one thing that I, I think, I I wouldn't say it was something that I learned or whatever, but it definitely drove it home. You know, when, when I stopped doing the podcast and started, started actually like having to, uh, especially with our, our little list right now, you know, going, going back out and doing all the stuff with her and, you know, introducing her to the world at a large, it's like, yeah, there's a bigger picture, uh, outside, you know, you don't have to have a kid to, to realize that, but it definitely helps. Um, in my, in my perception, it's like, oh yeah, there's, there's, there's Mm -hmm. some familiar, like some really cool stuff that's happening that, you know, you don't sound like the whole thing this afternoon. She lost her shit because of the snow. I'm like, you know, it's one of those things where it's definitely, it's very, very cliche and very cheesy, but at the same time, there's also a grain of truth to it of, of having that two-year-old kind of show you, oh, hey, this is actually pretty cool. Um, so, you know, keep that, keep that in the back of your head. You know, if you're having trouble with whether it's destiny or whatever, take a break, take a breath, you know, and come back, mm-hmm. come back with a cooler head. It's not, it's not worth losing, losing your shit over, especially since it doesn't actually exist. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say that now because I don't have to worry about a podcast getting bomb reviewed. So, ha ha. Uh, rude. I just have to worry about your podcast getting bombed. <laughs> People don't review our podcast. That's fair. If they do, they just say that <laughs> I'm terrible and almost is the best. So that's usually how it goes. Um, thank you for coming. I'm really glad we got to catch up because I've missed you terribly. And Elmas, thank you for being here like usual for showing up. Um, I was here. Rindle. You were here. <laughs> you did so good. You were here and were present for this conversation. <laughs> you were an active listener. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you get a gold star. <laughs> gold Ooh, star yay. A plus. Yeah. If if my boss was here, like they'd totally be like, man, you weren't a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to not, not to, no, I mean, like, still, that's, there, there's, there's a lot of things that it could have gone, and that, that was definitely 
not a bad direction. It wasn't because I wasn't this year. Man, the things antidepressants and sleep can do for you. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> Lol. Anyway, um, man, right? <laughs> and it's, it does wonders. That and like a spa and Botox. It's all really great. <laughs> Woo. I don't know if you should look into that part, LMS, but. You should definitely do all of those things. All of it is good. I mean, definitely Botox. I'm, I'm feeling it. I need it. Are you feeling it? I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can recommend some people to you. Um. Anyway, that's the end. Uh, thank you to Rindle for editing this episode because uh, he is going to be the one editing it. So thank you, Rindle. Um, that's about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, otters. That's it. Say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Yeah, you guys said it at the same time. That's so cute. Twinsies. <laughs> okay. Good night. Goodbye. The Lord Network.